Give me again the word for this, for neuter nouns. After. And for masculine? Aftos. Good. And the problem? To problema. To problema. This problem? Afto to problema. Afto to problema. The man. You can think of Andreas, Andrew. O Andras. O Andras. And this man? Aftos o Andras. Aftos o Andras. The feminine word for this. So the word for this referring to feminine nouns is afti. 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 And this, as you may have guessed, is also the word for she. Afti. This e ending is a common feminine ending. So again, we're talking about nouns, not verbs. We already saw in the verbs, we have the ending i for he, she and it. Verbs cannot be masculine or feminine in Greek, only nouns. So this is why, whilst we avoid grammatical terminology, we really want to be clear on groups of words. What are different groups of words? Because they behave differently. The i sound for the verbs, we actually mentioned that it's like e and i together. Peri, many, many. This e, i together gives us the e sound for verbs. The feminine e sound, as in afti, is spelled with a letter that looks like an n. When you finish up that n, you carry on that vertical line down, hanging below the line of writing. And in capitals, this letter actually looks like a capital H. So with some Greek letters, you will notice a stark contrast between the small letter and the capital letter. And this E sound, which we find very often ending feminine words, is a good example of this. The small E is like a small N, and then the capital looks like a capital H. So afti in capitals looks like af, <laughs> but this is not th. Th in capitals in Greek is not th, it's t. Because th in Greek, we know, as in thelo, we write with that circle, with the horizontal line running through it. So if you're in Greece, for example, uh, looking around the city and looking at uh, words that you find around, which is often in capitals, don't get confused when you see th, thinking that's a th. No, that h is a e sound. How would you say she knows me using the word for she? Afti me seri. Very good. Afti mexeri. So the E of afti is written with that N or that H in capitals. And then the E of xeri, as it's a verb, is written EI. No, but it's the same sound. Afti mexeri. What was I can? It started with a B. Boro. Boro. She can. Bori. And using the word for she? Afti body. Afti body. She can do it. Afti body natokani. Very good. Afti body natokani. What was I try or towards passion? Prospati. I try. Ah, prospato. Prospato. Good. She is trying. Prospati. But with the accent on the ending with this verb, no. Prospathy. She's trying to do it. Afti prospathina tokani. Good. Afti prospathina tokani. Prospathina tokani afti. She is here. Afti 
Αυτή είναι εδώ. Αυτή είναι εδώ. She is also here. Και αυτή είναι εδώ. Και αυτή είναι εδώ. She is also from here. What was the word for from? We could look at apology. Από. Από. Good. She is also from here. Και αυτή είναι από εδώ. Very good. Και αυτή είναι από εδώ. Very good. So we might find ourselves using words like αυτός, αυτή, more than words like εγώ, εσύ, just because the form of the verb can refer to he, she, or it. They all share the same verb form. So you might find yourself using these words a little more often to clarify. But usually, from the context, you know who you're talking about. So let's practice I want him to wait, and we will use the word for him or he in Greek. I want, na, he waits, he. And that he on the end is clarifying who we mean. So I want him to wait. Θέλω να περιμένει αυτός. Good. Θέλω να περιμένει αυτός. And usually, once you've mentioned who you're talking about, you don't need to mention it again unless you're having a conversation where you're switching between she and he. You will have to use them, no? So, these words in Greek, you only use them for clarity or for emphasis. Θέλω να περιμένει. Θέλω να περιμένει αυτός. If we want to be emphatic or if we want to clear up any doubt. I want her to do it. Θέλω να το κάνει αυτή. Θέλω να το κάνει αυτή. Θέλω να το κάνει αυτή. Good. Απολογία, apology, is a feminine noun. Feminine nouns take e for the. So how would you say the apology? E apologia. E apologia. How do you think this e is written, if you had to guess? Uh, H. Exactly. With the H in capitals or the letter that looks like an N in small letters. So this is what we associate with the feminine E, this particular letter. E apologia. And if you wanted to say this apology? Afti e apologia. Good. Afti e apologia. Good. E poli. E poli is the city. E poli. E poli. We have this word in English, no? We have cosmopolitan, for example. Cosmos, in Greek, is world. Cosmopolitan means like a worldly city. Cosmos, what gender does it look like? Masculine. Masculine, it is. So how would you say the world? Or cosmos. Or cosmos, very good. This world? Aftos or cosmos. Aftos or cosmos, very good. Again, tell me how was the city? Ipoli. Ipoli. This city? Afti Ipoli. Afti Ipoli. Good. So we've seen that nouns in Greek can be neuter, they can be masculine, or they can be feminine. And we will explore this throughout the course and see how we can identify which are which. But generally, when you look up a word, you want to learn it with the word for the. So if you were to look up the word for city in the dictionary, you would see poly, and then you would also see next to it a little symbol to show, or an abbreviation to show, that it's feminine. Which means that instead of telling yourself poly, you should tell yourself e-poly. That makes a very big difference, because when you want to use the word, you probably won't be wondering, oh, what gender is it? You would have learnt it as e-poly. 
This is important because adjectives describing words, so these are words we can usually put is in front of, it is big, yellow, tall, describing words change to match nouns. For example, the word for big is megalos, megalos. Megalos. Of course, this is where we get words like mega from in English. Megalos would be used to refer to something masculine. So, for example, if you were to say the world is big, how would you say it? O cosmos ine megalos. Good. O cosmos ine megalos. If you want to say the car is big, megalos is going to change to look neuter, to match the car. So let's, let's try that. The car is big. To avtokinito ine megalo. Very good. You lose the S to make it look neuter. To avtokinito ine megalo. How do you think you would make megalo feminine? Megali. Megali, of course. How would you say the city is big? Ipoli ine megali. Ipoli ine megali. Very good. This city is big. Afti ipoli ine megali. Very good. Afti ipoli ine megali. So when we come across new nouns, we want to try to learn them with the word for the. So, if you look the noun up in the dictionary, try to find the symbol or the abbreviation that shows you the gender. Or if you ask somebody for the word, ask them for the word for the. So, instead of saying, how do you say bed, ask, how do you say the bed? This way, when you have to manipulate that noun, when you have to match adjectives to that noun, you're not then in that moment wondering for the first time, oh, what is the gender of this word and having to guess it. Does that make sense? Because you look very thoughtful. No, no, no. I'm just thinking that I should have done that with German. Ah. <laughs> okay, good.